your boy DM3, and you're listening to Pandemonium with Mike Lindsley on the Buffalo Bills, exclusively on the Built to Buffalo Podcast Network. Bills Mafia, what is happening? I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the Pandemonium Podcast on the Built-In Buffalo Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and download the show uh, and the network. Uh, we're doing it seven days a week. A lot of audio, a lot of video, a lot of content on bu- builtinbuffalonews.com uh, with articles and all the rest. So make sure that you follow and subscribe everywhere on all social media platforms. Built-In Buffalo, go search it. And uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, you name it, we're doing it, covering the Buffalo Bills 24-7, 365. So I'm going to recap the Bills-Ravens game and kind of a sneak peek into this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, at home. It's just going to be me. It's a guest-free show. I have a lot of things I want to say and get to, and I haven't really done a guest-free show uh, for this particular podcast, so I'm going to do that right now. Obviously, a lot of, uh, of things in the NFL you know, when you get done with a game, there's so much to break down. There's so much to unpack. And and sometimes it's hard to get to everything, but I'm going to try um, to get to all the, the, the big points, the big things, the big takeaways um, for me. And it just starts right in the beginning of the game, you know, with the Bills. Um, they, they just didn't look like they had it at all. They didn't look like they got off the plane. They didn't look into it. They you know, just a lackluster feeling. It looked like guys were tired. Um, you know, maybe still a, a hangover from playing in that game and the heat and humidity down in, in Miami and losing a bunch of bodies and um, just an exhausting week to kind of try to get back to normal to a certain extent. But um, they just didn't look like they had it. And and certainly, I think, you know, what, what was happening was, um, you know, in the game, uh, because of that lack of energy, and, and every single time you saw the faces on TV, um, you know Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, his coaching staff, they just all looked really, really, um, really shaky and just really out of it, and just they weren't there, you know. And I think, you know, the Bills because of that, you know, they got down twenty to three in a hurry. Um, Allen was not sharp. Uh, we know he started the game right out of the shoot. Tried to throw the ball to Dawson Knox. It got intercepted by Marlon Humphrey. Um, And and then that obviously, you know, got the Bills, um, you know, behind the eight ball right away. Uh, The Ravens get a a, a play, you know, two-play, four-yard drive um, shortly after that. Um, You know, and and you're like, oh, boy, is it going to be that long, you know, of a day? Uh, The Bills get a field goal back. Okay, now you're looking at something here. Uh, but then the Ravens go 15 plays for 81 yards. They were just on the field for so long. It was over nine minutes in uh, in that drive. And Baltimore, you know, takes the lead 14-3. Uh, to um, Justin Tucker gets a field goal uh, from 42 early in the second. Again, the Bills offense wasn't really doing anything at all. Um, and then Justin Tucker, again, after the Ravens get the ball back, uh, 11 plays, 38 yards, and you know over 740. And you're looking at it going, my God, not only is it now 20-3, to three, but the Bills don't look like they're in it. Josh Allen looks awful. Um, you know, you had you know, somewhat tough conditions in Baltimore, but I don't think anywhere near the amount of rain we thought we were going to get. So you're kind of just waiting and being like, is, is this, is this going to be like a blowout? Is this, you know, I used some reverse psychology, you know, at home watching the game. I was like, 
oh, and I was telling my wife, I said, you know what, uh, this game is just what it is, fine, whatever, if they lose, they lose, um, they come back great, but I don't expect it, they just don't look right, and, you know, and, and, but I also knew in the back of my mind, wait a minute, 20 to 3, it just takes a couple of adjustments, the Bills are a second half team, she even alluded to that, um, you know, and, and let's face it, you know, 17 points in the NFL isn't that much even when you're looking as lackluster as they did and as horrible offensively i mean the execution guys were not running routes right there were drops all over the place the bills you know again can't run the football and all those things were taking place but you said you know what if you can just get one score and then let the defense make some adjustments you know get lamar uh, into some uncomfortable spots maybe even get a turnover and you know what you got you got some new life well guess what that's exactly what happened to the bills that drive at the second uh, quarter, right at the end, really, Josh Allen looked like a completely different quarterback. You know, in 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 that in that drive, um, you know, eleven plays, seventy six yards, a, a minute thirty eight, um, and and it was a four yard pass from from Josh Allen to Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, it was just a, a spectacular, spectacular drive, and exactly what the doctor ordered for this Buffalo Bills offense. I mean, I don't think you could have scripted it better uh, to end the half. I mean, you think about the plays. It was just a mechanical, big-time drive. Allen with the short uh, pass short right to Gabe Davis. Um, Allen pass short to McKenzie. Uh, Allen pass deep left to Diggs, which was a, you know, a great play uh, and a great throw. Allen scrambles up the middle for nine yards. Um, you know, they didn't really get into any, many, uh, third and third downs in, in, in this drive. Um, it was a lot of first and 10 getting a first down, second and five, second and one, uh, the third and one, uh, this, you know, the Singletary, um, you know, left tackle run for four yards, um, Allen incomplete, Allen short pass to Singletary, um, timeout by Buffalo, uh, and then it's a first down at that particular point. Singletary's been a security blanket for Josh Allen, you know, catching the ball uh, and, and, and running a little bit for Allen, um, which has been great. Uh, Allen had the incomplete uh, short pass um, to Diggs. Uh, again, drops were a problem in this game, no question. Uh, Allen then passed short left to Dawson Knox out of bounds at the Baltimore 4, and then uh, McKenzie catches the ball from Allen, and and that was that, and and the Bills scored a touchdown. It was just it was a great great drive, um, you know. Then the Bills get the ball back. Uh, they made immediate immediate uh, adjustments in the second half. Um, Baltimore uh, three plays five yards in one eleven. They punt the ball to the Bills. Uh, the Bills then get a field goal, um, so they're 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 right in it uh, at twenty to thirteen. Um, now you're starting to think, okay, here we go, here we go. And then Lamar and the Ravens could literally do nothing the rest of the game. I mean, really, they couldn't do a thing. And the Ravens didn't score again, you know, in this game. And, you know, to have that be the case uh, showed some ridiculous moxie, uh, some championship pedigree. I mean, this is what championship teams do. This was a road game against a conference foe. You had to have this win after, you you know, really dominated the Dolphins the week before and should have won. Um, and the Bills, you know, just a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous defensive effort uh, in this game. Um, and and you, you look at that play 
uh, the the drive rather nine plays, eighty yards over three twenty seven uh, in the third quarter. It was just more. Josh Allen was a complete and utter surgeon uh, on that drive. Completed a huge third down, short middle to McKenzie. Uh, before that, um, you know he had uh, worked Singletary in a little bit. Um, you know he also passed a deep right to Diggs for twenty three yards, which was a great throw. That was one that the Bills really needed. Allen then went to Singletary short, uh, Singletary up the middle. Uh, you know after uh, a first down, a couple of first downs right in a row, uh, second and seven. Uh, Allen incomplete pass to Davis, and then that was when Allen really made it happen with the pass to McKenzie for eight, and uh, you advance the chains. Um, after an incompletion, Josh Allen then passed short to uh, Khalil Shakir, uh, who got in the game because Jamison Crowder and Isaiah McKenzie both got injured. Uh, Shakir is a super shifty dude. He made a great catch and a couple of great moves for 14 yards, gets him down there again. Allen uh, then, uh, you know, just what 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 a what an unbelievable uh, show of toughness and ability. Um, you know, basically went, you know, off right guard shotgun for seven yards. And then Allen on arguably the best play call uh, of the game, right? Arguably. I mean, they're 11 yards from the goal line. Allen, just a spectacular bootleg run uh, around and breaks the plane. Uh, the play was upheld. They had to review it. And it's 20 to 20. And from there, you're like, okay, here we go. Like, we're feeling really good if you're a Bills fan. The momentum clearly changed, um, you know, and and the Bills, you said, hey, you know, you, you can get one more, one more, one more, one more, one more turnover. And in the fourth quarter, you know, Jordan Poyer picked off the ball. And you're like, here we go. Like, this is it. You know, the Bills are going to take it right down. They squandered opportunities. Again, more just unfortunate circumstances for the Bills. Um, had a terrible possession. Uh, three plays, uh, minus 11 yards over 116. Just a terrible, terrible drive. Um, and, and very frustrating because Jordan Poyer gave him an opportunity to get the ball and win the game. But on the bright side, Sam Martin kicks it down. It's a 56-yard kick. You're feeling good about the defense and all the rest. And all of a sudden, Lamar now becomes the surgeon right in this in this football game. You know, he starts to drive them down. And... Um, he's just doing it, man. I mean, he is running it. He's passing it. He finds Robinson. He scrambles left for five yards. He passes short middle to Mark Andrews. Uh, he's getting people involved. Uh, there was a penalty on Taron Johnson, uh, where he went to, to Mark Andrews. Um, you know, but a scramble for seven yards. I mean, Lamar was just making play short right to Dobbins, uh, you know, kind of got eaten up a little bit. Uh, but then the third and twelve was a backbreaker. Uh, if you remember that play, that was from the Buffalo twenty-eight, and everybody was covered. The Bills were doing a great job in the secondary, but Lamar just found a spot and just went right up the middle and uh, got eighteen yards and was a backbreaker. Backbreaker. Uh, then he passed short right to uh, Duvernay, um, and then it's second and goal. Dobbins right end to the Buffalo four for three yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson scrambled up the middle for two yards, and then the play of the game, without a doubt, was made by Jordan Poyer. His second pick of the game, uh, Lamar was rolling out to the right. Great, 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 great pressure by both Gregory Russo and Shaq Lawson. 
Uh, Lamar waits a little too long, throws to the corner. It's too late. Jordan Poyer had come all the way across and read this play, picks off the ball, and the Bills hold. And it was just a fourth down that John Harbaugh went for because he thought he needed to go for the win. He was home. Um, I can't disagree with the call because of the way Josh Allen and the offense was playing in the second half, but just an unbelievable instinctual play by one of the great players on this Bills team. Such an unbelievable force when he's in there and he's healthy. This Bills team looked so different um, from a health perspective. I mean, again, they, they dominated Miami the week before, but you get Mitch Morse back at center, all of a sudden, all the Van Roten and, and everybody else, those you know, fumble plays and the, the terrible exchanges and the communication and the blocking, all of that is improved so much with Mitch Morse. You had Dane Jackson back in at corner, and that helped the Bills out defensively as well. You could tell that they were a completely different team with him in there. Uh, Jordan Poyer, just the guy just keeps making play after play after play. And that was the play. I thought that was a defensive play of the year for uh, the Bills. I mean, that was just an unbelievable, unbelievable instinctual play coming across the back end of the end zone like that on a fourth down, intercepting one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, just a complete and utter A-plus read by Jordan Poyer. So the Bills get the ball back, and they march down. Um, oh, and by the way, you know what? The other part was... John Harbaugh was like, well, you know what? If we don't get this touchdown, right, they're still going to be pinned down there at the two-yard line. Well, surprise, Poyer's interception gave the Bills, you know, the ball at the 20. And that was a huge thing, too. And then Allen went to work, man. He went to work. Another outstanding, I mean, how many times have we seen Josh Allen with just these long, outstanding drives? You know, 12 plays, 77 yards over 409. Short middle to Diggs. Singletary runs it. Allen passed deep right to Knox, which I thought was the best throw by Josh Allen in the game. Dawson Knox, it was a third and two play, and that was another big thing in the second half. The Bills started to get a lot better and crisper on third down, but he found Dawson Knox um, for a 20-yard game where you know Knox kind of got behind two defenders. You couldn't really tell corner safety what was going on as far as communication. And he just rifled one in there. Knox catches the ball. First down Buffalo. Allen scrambled right for seven yards. He passes short to Shakir for nine yards. Um, the penalty on Dawkins hurt him a little bit. The false start. First and 15. Uh, then Allen throws it incomplete to Singletary. And then Singletary runs it for, uh, you know, one yard. You know, at this point, you're, you're, you're down at, what, second and 11 at this point. And you're kind of looking at it like, okay, you know, something's got to happen here. The Bills uh, obviously were were already in field field goal position, but you had to kind of say maybe a little bit deeper here, right? Because of the conditions, uh, Allen goes short right to Singletary for 16 yards. What a huge play that was, uh, which took the ball down to uh, the Baltimore 11. Um, obviously, uh, Singletary runs left. Allen left guard for two. Uh, the Bills then started to really use some great clock management. It was awesome work by Ken Dorsey and Sean McDermott. They knew exactly where they needed to be uh, after that uh, first down uh, where Singletary ran it for um, for eight yards, it, it, it was. Uh, Josh Allen went uh, for two yards, and then at that point, 
and you, if you read all the reports in the media, Allen was talking to McDermott, knowing exactly what situation, knowing exactly what to do, and when to kneel and all the rest. And Singletary had a great play, too, where he stopped himself short of the goal line. Uh, Allen did the rest, uh, the two-yard uh, the two-yard deal for the first down. Then it was first and goal, and at that point, it was where Josh Allen knew the Bills needed to be. He kneels it down. Uh, you know, Baltimore's starting to uh, just see the light at the end of the tunnel for the Bills. And the fact that they blew another lead, it's only a matter of time. It was a slow death. It was a slow, painful, bleeding death for the Baltimore Ravens. Josh Allen, um, you know, kneels it, um, and and that's it. You know, he does it on first and goal. He does it on second and goal. Um, the Bills uh, called a timeout. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, stopped the clock, um, you know, and, 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 and used uh, Tyler Bass to, uh, to get it done. And it was just an awesome display of clock management, uh, instincts, and everything on that drive as well. Um, you know, after Allen had knelt the ball um, at the Baltimore three, the Bills, you know, let it go down 30 seconds with three seconds to play. Um, I was kind of like, ooh, maybe I, <laughs> I kind of want to sit there and say, you know, maybe you want to call timeout with eight or nine seconds to go to, you know, in case something were to happen uh, with a bad snap or something like that. Uh, but uh, all was well, and Tyler Bass kicked it through from 21 yards, and that was it. And the Bills won a huge, huge game. This was a big boy win for the Bills on the road. Um, it just checks so many boxes when you win a game like this, right? I mean, it's an AFC game uh, against a potential playoff team, division winner, etc., uh, who, who might be fighting for home field advantage, right? Uh, you rebounded from the week before. You got healthy. You started off slow. You were down twenty to three. You come back and have a victory, which you don't do often. You check that box, and you kind of set a little bit of of, of a uh, kind of a warning to the NFL, like, hey, you know, we're, we're we're back here. I mean, we just went on the road and beat Baltimore, um, and you know, they were still undermanned in, in some spots, right? I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, Crowder goes down, McKenzie goes down. You know, again, Micah hides out for the year. Trey White still isn't back. So they were still undermanned in a lot of areas. Um, but the Bills did a great job in the second half with all the adjustments. Uh, another box that, you know, it certainly checks is the narrative that was going on this year where they couldn't win a, a close game. It was either blowout or bust here for the Bills. Well, guess what? They came back and they won a close game. They nipped the Ravens by three. They made all the big-time adjustments. The second half was complete domination by the Bills. I mean, Baltimore didn't score after those Tucker field goals in the second quarter. And a lot of the adjustments were made by Leslie Frazier on defense where, you know, he has two guys right now playing at just an insane level um, at outside and middle linebacker, respectively. Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds are out of their minds right now. 13 total tackles for Matt Milano. 11 of them were solo. Tremaine Edmonds, 9 total tackles, 5 were solo. Um, the Bills were getting after it, uh, sacking uh, Lamar twice. Uh, Daquan Jones continues to impress. He plugs up the front. Von Miller had a great sack. Greg Rousseau had half a sack. Uh, Jones had half a sack. That's where the two sacks came from. Uh, but they just had a great sound game plan in the second half, you know, going after Lamar Jackson and containing him, filling the gaps, making sure he didn't break away for big runs. I know that there were a couple here and there, especially that one I alluded to, you know, up the middle there. But uh, other than that, it was just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful job 
by the Bills defense. Everybody from the front to the middle to the back was doing a great job. But Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds, I thought, were the two key players in the second half for the Buffalo defense. Obviously, Jordan Poyer, too. Okay, But as far as filling gaps and tackling and making things miserable for Lamar, which then led to, obviously, Jordan Poyer being able to make plays in the secondary. Those three guys were absolutely spectacular. DeMar Hamlin, who the Bills, look, Brandon Bean, he's so good at evaluating talent. The 2021 six-round pick, six-round pick out of Pittsburgh, is now in a spot with the Bills, and he is thriving. And it should surprise no one because Leslie Frazier, he knows defensive backs. He played the position. He knows safeties. Uh, he, he's, he, he's just a really, really good coach, a great coordinator. And they're just maximizing their, their guys. Sean McDermott, too, right? I mean, this guy knows the secondary, um, you know, positions like the back, back of his hands. And DeMar Hamlin is one of the latest examples of draft, develop, and keep. And Leslie Frazier knows um, knows how to do it, man. Him and Sean McDermott, uh, they've developed guys. Look at the development of, you know, corners and safeties. Um, you know, without a doubt, uh, these guys are, are, are lockstep together, you know, without, without any shadow of a doubt, man. I mean... There's no doubt about it that, uh, you know, when you look at Dane Jackson, uh, when you look at um, DeMar Hamlin, you know, when you look at when you look at all these all these guys who have developed, um, it's just it's just amazing. You know, it's amazing what the secondary has become with these guys. Um, Frazier, by the way, in the 1985 championship season for the Chicago Bears. He led the team with six interceptions, and his playing career, of course, was cut short to, due to a knee injury that he suffered, returning a punt in the second quarter of the Super Bowl. So they just get it. I mean, Frazier gets it, McDermott gets it, and being a defensive back, of course, helps. You know, Leslie Frazier was, Sean McDermott was, and uh, I, I, you just can't say enough about it. Let's just quickly uh, break down the uh, the box score here, uh, numbers-wise, and, and what guys did. Josh Allen was 19 of 36 for uh, 213 yards and a touchdown in that bad pick in the early going uh, intended for Knox and picked off by Humphrey. Uh, again, it was not a great start for Josh Allen. He didn't really look in it, and uh, you know he adjusted and didn't have his best uh, this day and still came out with a win and was elite and spectacular and uh, a wizard and uh, a surgeon in the second half in terms of those drives with the throws and sharing the wealth and making people around him better and throwing it and running it. And he was Josh Allen in the second half. So kudos to him. Uh, he did run it for 70 yards on 11 carries and a touchdown. The Bills continue to not be able to run the football. Um, you don't want number 17 as your lead runner uh, during these games. I mean, they've, they've alluded to that. And there has to be some accountability here. I mean, listen, for as much praise as we give Brandon Bean for drafting, developing, uh, and keeping, and signing, and finding players, uh, you know, the Dane Jacksons and the DeMar Hamlins and, uh, you know, the, the Christian Benfords and, uh, you know, the Gabe Davises and, and all these guys, right? We have it's Spencer Brown, uh, Deion Dawkins, all these players, um, who, who, who have been in, you know, under the Bean umbrella, Dawson Knox, um, for, for all these guys, you know, there, there is the other side and I'm not, I'm not saying Brandon Bean has to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, but there has to be a little bit of accountability here with the bills, not being able to run the ball. 
because they've taken, what, three running backs in the last four drafts? You know, Singletary and Moss and now James Cook, who's not even close to anything. I mean, he drops the ball, he fumbles the ball. Maybe the Bills are pulling the the, the hook on him a little too quick and he should be in there a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think it's only going to take a game maybe to get a guy like that going. Uh, so how do you do that? Well, you got to give him reps. But again, it's a fine line because if he's in there and he's dropping it and fumbling it, you can't have that either. Uh, Singletary has clearly, clearly, clearly established himself as the A number one running back for sure. But they need more. They've got to get more out of the running back room, no question. Uh, the Bills receiving core, four catches, 62 yards for Diggs. Singletary, four for 47. Again, he's become a very um, encouraging security blanket for Josh Allen to just dump it off and, and go and extend chains. Uh, Dawson Knox, three for 40. Shakir, two for 23. I really like you know what he might bring to the table here in the future for the Bills. Uh, McKenzie, four for 21, one for 13 for Gabe Davis, and one for seven for Jamison Crowder, who might be out for the year uh, with his injury. So um, those were the offensive numbers. Obviously, Singletary fumbled once and lost the ball, so that wasn't a good sign. Josh Allen did have the fumble, but the Bills recovered. Um, and then the defense, good grief, man. I mentioned Matt Milano. I mentioned Tremaine Edmonds. You know, uh, 13 total tackles and 11 solo for Milano. Edmonds went 9 for 5. Hamlin, 8 for seven, eight and 7, I should say. Uh, Jordan Poyer, 6 and 4, plus the two picks. Unbelievable game. He was everywhere. Uh, Taron Johnson, 4 and 3. Greg Russo, 4 and 2 with a half sack. Uh, Kyrie Elam, he played wonderful football in this game. You know, he was a great coverage guy, physical, right up to the, right up chin to chin. Um, did not let anything, um, you know, go for a long distance with Lamar Jackson and his weapons. He also had four total tackles and two were solo. Dane Jackson, three and three. Prince, you know, here's another one. Prince Amelia, a guy who was plucked off the practice squad, you know, he got in the way and deflected the first pass, uh, the, the first pick, I should say, um, you know, for Jordan Poyer. I mean, he was the one. He and, and he played a pretty good game overall. I mean, he was in plays. He was pushing, um, you know, keeping the pressure on Baltimore. And, and that was just an enormous, enormous play uh, by Amelie. Now, again, the Bills squandered, you know, the drive when they got it back. But still an outstanding, outstanding, outstanding defensive performance by a guy who was, you know, plucked off the practice squad and asked to do um, you know, something right away, and uh, and he did. And uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him in the very near future. Von Miller was Von Miller, two total tackles, two. Uh, they were both solo. He did have a sack in this game. Brandon Bryant was fantastic. I mean, he he took on two, three guys, um, you know, down by the goal line, if you remember. Uh, I think it was the Lamar run, um, and, and he just he blew up plays. I, th I th think he blew up multiple plays on that drive. Uh, towards the end, it was just a sensational, um, you know, uh, uh, weapon for the Bills, uh, and it shows their depth. You know, pluck, pluck them here, pluck them there. You know, next man up, plug and play. Tim Settle two tackles, one solo. DeQuan Jones two and zero, and had the half sack. Uh, and then you had Shaq Lawson one and one, Dodson one and one, Specter one and one. Um, I just thought that the overall defense in the second half was a great collective effort, of course. But guys who stood tall were Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, making Lamar Jackson's life miserable, leading to big-time plays by Jordan Poyer. Uh, you had unbelievable coverage uh, you know, beyond Edmonds and, and, and Milano with guys like Kyrie Elam and Dane Jackson. 
and they were just uh, they were just all over the place, man. The Bills were tackling well. They were ball hawkers. You know, they got two picks. They made life really miserable for Lamar Jackson. They sacked him twice. Um, so it, it was just an awesome defensive adjustment game for the Bills, and frankly, offensively as well. I mean, they were just way, way, way ahead of Baltimore in the adjustment department. Uh, speaking of the Ravens, how about their box score look here? 20-29, 144 yards, and a touchdown and two interceptions for Lamar Jackson. Not a good game at all for him. 11 carries and 73 yards on the ground for Lamar. Justice Hill went for 8-45. and 45. J.K. Dobbins, 13-41. and 41. Patrick Ricard, one for three. Uh, the receiving core, uh, nothing to really write home about here, obviously. Uh, Devin Duvernay went for four catches in 51. J.K. Dobbins, four and 22. Patrick Ricard, three for 17. Rashad Bateman, three for 17. Andrews, two for 15. Justice Hall, two for 12. And Demarcus Robinson, two for 10. If you think about it, the Buffalo Bills defense has been able to shut down big-time cogs in offenses. They shut down Derrick Henry. They shut down Mark Andrews. They shut down Lamar Jackson, right? They did enough against the Rams and shut down multiple players there, um, you know, with with, with with a million sacks and all the rest. I I, I just think, you know, th this defense has the ability to, you know, shut anybody down. They have the scheme. They have the coaching. They have the players to just take somebody out of the game. Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in football. He only had two catches. He is the target for Lamar Jackson. He was taken out of the game. Completely taken out of the game. Um, you know, and then defensively, uh, Baltimore had one sack of, of Allen. I thought the offensive line was overall really, really good. Um, and, you know, the defense is still kind of coming around. I, I said that in some pre-game videos. Um, you know, Marcus Peters was hurt last year. Um, he's back this year. The secondary doesn't look quite all the way there. Uh, from a communication standpoint and a production standpoint, uh, their defensive line and their linebackers, they can certainly be had. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't love this Ravens defense. I still think they're 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 solid. I think they're physical. Um, but clearly, they've shown some major, major problems and major holes the last two weeks because they gave up a huge lead to Miami and they gave up a 17 point lead to Buffalo back to back weeks and they're two and two. You know, you hold on in those two weeks, you just do enough to hold on, and you're 4-0. And the Ravens might look back at these two games that they blew against the Bills and the Dolphins, and the fact that they didn't adjust, the fact that, you know, John Harbaugh got out coached by Sean McDermott, um, you know, you might look at those two games as, as the difference in the season. You might. We don't know yet. There's still 13 games left in the NFL season. But as far as right now, the Bills reestablished themselves as one of the big-time teams in the NFL with a comeback at Baltimore. All right, before I sign off, I just wanted to you know throw a couple of comments out there for the Pittsburgh Steelers game coming up this Sunday, uh, a game in which I'm hoping the Bills you know continue the good health reports. Uh, again, I don't know what is going on with game, Gabe Davis. He you know played the last two weeks. He told us during the week he was going to play, but he just doesn't look right. He's not running crisp routes. He's dropping the ball, and that's a concern because we know that he was picked by many, including me, to be the breakout player for the Bills' offense this year, and he's just not showing a lot. I know the ankle's bothering him, um, so you wonder, do you sit him for Pittsburgh, get him ready for KC, or even sit him the next two weeks, plus, and then you got the bye week in week six and just get him right back for Sunday Night Football against Green Bay? I'd rather have Gabe Davis at 100%. I don't think they need him against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
with all their depth, and especially if Khalil Shakir can get in there. We don't know the status of McKenzie yet. Jamison Crowder is probably gone for the year, but they still have Dawson Knox. They still have Stephon Diggs. They still can throw it to the running backs, and this is just not a very good Pittsburgh Steeler team. Um, you know, they don't have TJ Watt on defense. They're going to have quarterback problems galore in this game. I mean, Kenny Pickett, um, you know, is a, is a rookie quarterback. You know, do they flip-flop quarterbacks, start Pickett, go with Trubisky, um, you know, off and on? I, I, I just think that the Steelers quarterback situation is, is just really, really, really brutal right now. Um, you know, I know that the, the offense looked like they had new life and they had a spark and this and that and the other, but the reality of the situation is Kenny Pickett still threw multiple interceptions, and he's a rookie. And you're going into Buffalo, and you're playing against that defense. Good luck. I mean, I think the Bills. I think the line is really, really high. I think I saw last it was like thirteen and a half or fourteen. Um, maybe that isn't too high. I, I, I don't, I don't know. But the Bills need to come in. They need to be prepared. They cannot allow allow this to be a trap game. There's going to be a lot of Steeler fans there. They need to go out and take care of business big time in this game. And it, and it really, there's three keys to this game, right? For me. Number one, be the better team and take care of business. Absolutely. Number two, stop the run. If they stop Najee Harris, the Bills are going to have a great chance to win this football game. And then number three, I think get out early and then try to make Pittsburgh beat you uh, through the air, which they're not going to be able to do with you know a rookie quarterback. So those, to me, would be the three keys to this game. I'm going to pick the Bills to win it. Uh, let's go 31 well, I don't know. Maybe do they do they cover the spread? Thirty-one. I mean, it could change by the time you listen to this throughout the week. I'll go. I'll go thirty-one to thirteen in this game. Bills beat the Steelers. Mike Lindsley with you here. It is the absolute best to have you guys, Bills Mafia, uh, supporting our cause here. Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review um, the, the the platform wherever you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We're talking Spotify. We're talking Apple. We're talking Google Play, Stitcher, Deezer, and a heck of a lot more. BuiltInBuffaloNews.com for more information there. Articles, video, audio, seven days a week, 24-7, 365. The Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter. It's uh, just awesome, awesome content on a daily basis. You can hit me on Twitter as well, at Mike L Sports, And of course, Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. This is the Pandemonium Podcast on the Built-In Buffalo Podcast Network. I'm Mike Lindsley, and hey, as I always tell you, enjoy the games.